1: In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. All right, Daryl, you've got some dirty scoop for us right now. Kind of I do want to say one thing before you give me the scoop about the commissioner's meeting. Yeah. You said something in the last segment about two weeks to get the grass to grow after a concert. Does that not make you think that the Browns are going to Brazil day two of the no. end? season
0: no because week one is gonna it week one kicks off after labor day okay okay which this year I believe is September eighth that week is September eighth so the okay. game I believe is September six if I'm doing the math on my calendar so you're
1: saying the first game of the NFL season is September five.
0: Well no I I I don't think that the Brazil is the kickoff game though.
1: I think it's the second game of the season. The kickoff right. game is on Thursday. Thursday night, Brazil is th- is Friday.
0: Tuesday, the fifth is the kickoff game. Brazil is the sixth. And then everyone else plays on the eighth. Okay. So I don't think, I, I think that there's a chance. Yes, there's a chance the Browns could end up in Brazil to kick the season off. But if that happens, they're going to open the season with two straight road games and maybe three straight road games. Um, and I don't see that happening. So, I think what's going to happen is the Browns will open at home September eight. Be done as soon as that game is over. They'll begin the the work to bring in the the setup for the Billy Joel, uh, Rod Stewart concert. Okay, because that'll take place Friday night September thirteenth. They will not play at home on September. Right, so hang
1: on, Daryl. The just so you know, the game in Brazil is Friday September sixth.
0: Right, which is what I said.
1: Okay, just make it just double checking. Okay, I'm sorry, I just Um,
0: same page. Okay, and so this this is the challenge now, because if they had a dome right now, they could have the Billy Joel concert Friday night, and then they could go ahead and play on Sunday. You know, the the commissioner kind of just laid it out for people. Um, So all right,
1: so right now, so what happened in that commissioner's meeting?
0: Basically, uh, you know, my understanding of the conversation was just basically, look, that the Haslams are willing to commit hundreds of millions of dollars uh, to renovate the existing stadium. Uh, They're willing to commit even more to build a new stadium. Y'all need to get it together and figure it out. Right. And remember, Goodell was the pseudo architect of the return of the Browns, you know, as an expansion team. Right. Which, as we know, that did not go well.
1: No. Um, so far, it was pretty much 0 for 2. The rostering and...
0: The ownership.
1: Ownership and stadium. I mean, a yeah. lot of sloppy moves in that.
0: Right. Group. And and a lot of that was advanced because of a compressed timeline. Right. To get the franchise up and running, to get the stadium, get the old stadium torn down and a new stadium put in its place. And unfortunately, when that building opened, it, we've talked about this, it was obsolete the day it opened its doors. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and that's why the price tag to do what is required to bring that building up to where it needs to be to be competitive for more major events, that's why the price tag is so hefty because you're you're on the back end paying the price for not building the stadium correctly the first way. Uh, first time, I should true. say. It's so true. the commissioner basically you know, laid it out and, you know, they, they talked about the pros and cons of staying in the existing building and renovating it. They talked about the pros and cons of building a new stadium. As, as we talk right now, I just don't think that there's a viable site in the city of Cleveland. And I can tell you with absolute certainty, the Cleveland Browns definitely explored alternate stadium sites within the city of Cleveland limits. They did. Um, And as it turns out, It looks like that this Brook Park location, which is right by the airport, by three major freeways, that appears to be the best spot if, keyword, if they were to leave the lakefront, that's where it would go. And if they were to leave the lakefront, it would need to be a dome because it makes no sense to do what Buffalo's doing, and that is go from one open-air stadium right back into another. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. Even with shielded seats.
0: Right. At, well, and their Buffalo is doing the soccer style, like the European soccer style. Or yeah. I, actually, here uh, uh, the uh, what was it uh, what they call the Cowboy Stadium, the old one. The it had the hole in the roof.
1: Yeah, so God like, could watch oh, the game on Sunday.
0: Did you ever the-
1: hear that? That's a Cowboy fans. Said. Oh, they put a little hole in there so God can watch the game on right. Sunday. Right.
0: I forget what that stadium name was called, but Cowboy Stadium. Was that what it was called? Cowboys mm-hmm. Stadium? Okay. I think
1: so. Yeah. At I was
0: before the uh era of corporate naming rights ownership and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so that that's kind of like what the Bills are doing. And it just doesn't make sense for the Browns to do something like that. So, you know, because you're not, other than maybe having a 360 concourse in the club, you're not really gonna get, you're not getting a final four. You're not gonna get a Super Bowl. You're not, and these are things too that you think about. That's, I mean, if they build this, it's no guarantee you get a Super Bowl. But I bet you you get a Final Four. I bet you you get a college football playoff game. I bet you you get a college bowl game. I bet you you can invite Ohio State up here. Remember, what was it? Wisconsin and Toledo, I think, played at yep. Brown Stadium a few years ago. So, like, yep. the, the Haslams are anxious to bring more events. They've had U.S. US men's and U.S. women's soccer play. Uh, at Brown Stadium, the the Concacaf Cup or whatever that is, they've had that uh, at the stadium and things like so. They they have tried to bring additional events, but yeah, they want to create. Guess
1: what? You could bid on a combine.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a well, all you
1: have to do is look at Indianapolis and look what they have for their dates, right? And say, hey, we could host every one of those.
0: Basically, if it was here. imagine Rocket Mortgage <clears throat> Field House on steroids. Yeah, like like that, that that that's what you're trying to create. So. There's just a there's first of all, in summary, there's nothing definitive right now. Everything right now is all about them exploring their options, which is business 101. Like there's nothing wrong. Like, I just don't get the anger people have at the Browns right now. There's nothing wrong with what the Browns are doing right now. OK, now, if they ultimately decide to go to Brook Park and build on that site and whatever, and you want to be mad because you live on the east side and there's no freeways on your side of town and it's going to take you forever to get to that side of town, well. I, okay, I understand your frustration. I live on the west side. I got three freeways within five minutes of my house. I would, I'm not going to lie. I'd love a stadium in Brook Park. It's a stone's throw from my front porch. Like, how can, it, it doesn't matter to me where they You could sell parking. Right. You, well, I don't know about that. Uh, my yard is not big enough. But the, the the team is not going anywhere. It's still staying here, okay? This, this isn't Art Model 2.0. The Haslams are not bad people, okay? Uh, they're still talking with the city of Cleveland, like the relationship with the city of Cleveland is not the toilet because they, you know, they're exploring a a, a secondary option. Um, It's like buying a house, right? You're going or looking for a place to live, right? You decide, okay, do I want to buy something new or do I want to rent? Okay. Mm -hmm. What can I afford to do? All right. Now, where do I want to do that? Once I make the decision between buying and renting, then it's okay. Now, where do I live? You know what are the taxes going to look like? What are the the costs going to you know look like? Is it a fixer upper? Am I going to have to sink money? Like it's it's a similar situation, and it's the same thing that businesses go through. You know if, if you know do I have enough space for all my employees? Okay, is there parking or their services? Can they go get lunch somewhere? Whatever you know, right? All that kind of stuff, right? So. um, you know, the goal for this is to be a public-private partnership. The Haslums are not looking for a 100% handout. They're willing to foot the bill for some of this. And I'll tell you right now, they've already foot a bill. Architects are not cheap. Engineers right. are not cheap. And lawyers are not cheap. In fact, lawyers are the most expensive thing out there. There are two things your our boss and any boss never wants to hear billable hours ever never want to hear that right and 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 so um you know the haslams have already i mean between coming up with renovation plans to present to the city and the county and the state and all that between coming up with an entire lakefront development plan remember that in 2000 oh yeah and the city of cleveland was like yeah thanks for that but We'll just, you know, go ahead and do our own thing, you know, because we're the city of Cleveland, and we know better, right? Like, right? Like the Haslam started him at the 30 yard line, and they decided to take the ball at the one, like that. That's oh, I thought
1: they wanted to be in the end zone. Like,
0: like, I just, so you know, they've got to figure all this out, and it's going to take time. So, yeah, there's going to be some, I think, some some progress made here in the coming months, but I'm telling you. By the end of next football season, I have a feeling we're gonna know what the Browns want to do and plan to do. Because quite frankly, they got to get it figured out. And so everything that they've done in recent weeks and months is all about figuring this out.
1: Hmm. All right, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin for our amazing producer Meredith Kane. It's always Game Day in Cleveland. We love the fact you're you're hanging with us here during the offseason. We well, might be a little bit more sporadic on when we're dropping podcasts, but uh, we do appreciate you. I've got some great notes and some uh, people have said some fantastic things about the podcast. We really do appreciate everybody that watches and listens to us and, and checks us out on YouTube or listening to us on the Odyssey app. Uh, Daryl, final word?
0: Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> that, that's stay the final tuned. word like because it. there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen here in uh, in 2024 about the future of the Cleveland Browns and where they're going to play football.
1: And there you have it. It's always game day in Cleveland.